0: Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult.
1: Welcome to Working
0: Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist.
1: Here is Josh and Lance. Us. what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast and Dental Advice Show. I'm Josh Walston.
0: And I'm Lance Timmerman.
1: Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Lance, did you watch the Oscars?
0: I actually, well, I was there. I was on the couch, but I was on my phone. Oh, I thought you were going to say you
1: were there. Like <laughs> no, you no. went to the <laughs> show. Wow, that's, we did not talk about this. Like, like we should talk about <laughs> oh, this. By the, by
0: the way, no, I tried to crash it years ago, and, and it's not going to... I gave up. Did you really? Well, I had a patient who... um was gonna had a, had an in and and but then the as I started trying to secure uh, okay I'm gonna fly down and th- suddenly I'm I'm left on yeah, red
1: fell apart yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. surprise surprise yeah, yeah uh huh
1: normally I look at the uh, by the time the Oscars roll around it's mm-hmm. you know two three weeks after the Super Bowl right. And I need to bet on something. <laughs> okay. Gambling for the, for the yeah. gamble. Okay. Need some action. Like uh-huh. my neck is itchy. I got to get in on on something.
0: Do you and, have a rash? Do you need to see a doctor? Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, really, and over the years, I have probably won more money on the Oscars than I have on anything else. <laughs> really. Um, okay. This year, I just never like got into the movies. Yeah. Um, never really. Nothing resonated. I saw two yeah. of the nine, I think nine or t- I don't remember if they're uh-huh. nine or ten best pictures this year. Yeah. I saw Black Panther just like I read the living person uh-huh. Wakanda Wakanda Forever. Wakanda <laughs> Forever. Uh and then I saw First Man. And that's it. And oh, first really? man, yeah, I didn't see I didn't see I didn't see Roma. I didn't huh. see uh Green Book. I didn't not see not even bohemian Rhapsody? Didn't see no, I'm not a green oh. guy. Oh, okay. I'm not a queen guy. It, their music is a little weird for me. Okay. I know that you loved it. It's it's not yeah. in my wheelhouse. Um it's a little early for me. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd, I'd like I, in my opinion that the bohemian Rhapsody scene in Wayne's world is uh-huh. the weakest scene in the whole movie. Like I, <laughs> like if I was rewatched, I'd fast forward it. Oh it's just wow. a weird song. I just yeah, don't it's it it's strange. hits home to me. I mean, get it. Yeah. My first, I, one of
0: my first cassettes was The Game with uh yeah. you know, another one the that movie and- with
1: michael douglas
0: <laughs> yeah that was uh shortly after uh yeah and then, it just
1: wasn't in my wellness.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: okay we what? usually
0: are kind of the same way usually well i'll try to get i mean in years past it was uh, like five uh, entries and so it was a little easier to to make yeah. sure you watched all five beforehand right. right uh when they extended it to the 10 it was a little more uh, and this year we were looking at the list we're like oh shit we 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 got a lot to, well, let's let's just do do one, and we got as far as opening up an app to maybe rent a movie, and then <laughs> I
1: <laughs> didn't. Oh, Lance, that's the lazy shit I've ever seen. We got as far as like uh, thinking about opening the app to rent it, and we never did it. Oh shit, Lance. Yeah. Oh my up, god, uh, that's funny. <laughs>
0: Started playing, you know, some stupid bullshit on my phone and I got distracted.
1: I'm trying to think of like a dental <laughs> equivalent to that. If somebody comes with a toothache, like, yeah, I opened the imaging software yeah. on my computer, but I never took an X-ray and I never really looked at it and I never diagnosed it and I just left. That's the, that's the dental equivalent to that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. that is a new <laughs> level of lethargy that uh-huh. I'm just not yeah. I've not seen out of you, Lance. I did not know you had I did not know that your uh, lazy meter went to 11.
0: Oh, it it, it went to 11. I, I was really productive on Friday and Saturday, and so much that my back was hurting. I didn't want to move off the couch. And I just, Sunday was my day to say, you know what, I, I just don't care.
1: So do you know who Bill Simmons is? <laughs> yeah, Uh you call him an ESPN? Yeah, I used to. He he yeah. now runs a, a website called The Ringer and okay. uh, has has a podcast. He was talking about how... Uh, He knew that that Green Book was going to win Best Picture because his parents are, like, 80 years old, Mm -hmm. and they loved Green Book. And then uh, (laughs) I was listening to this guy named Mike Francesa, who's a uh, sports guy in in New York City, and he talks like this. He's real New York. You know, he talks like this, like, yo, dog dog eli manning has just just been stinking it up in here it's time to move on you know what i'm saying yeah. odell beckham jr so he, he kind of talks like that and gotcha. he's he's a movie guy okay and uh he's you know he's like 75 years old 75 <laughs> year old right um, new york jewish guy you know just like it doesn't get more like sort of new york than this guy right and he's just guys dog dog green book Best movie I've seen in three years. I knew it. That, like that—that that is the Academy right there. Right? Like these okay. the seventy-five-year-old white guys uh-huh. is the Academy. It's then I knew that Black Panther had zero chance of winning, okay. and that Green Book was going to win because of this such like Oscar bait crap. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, ironically, directed by the Farrelly Brothers, who know, directed uh, <laughs> like, like something about Mary yeah. and uh, Dumb and Dumber. I think. Dumb and Dumber.
0: The me myself and Irene. I mean, it was.
1: I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Really? Kind of a strange, weird look for our guys, the Fairly Brothers. I was
0: a little shocked, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Good on them. You know, so the other reason I kind of fell short normally when the Oscar nominations come out, Uh normally on an average year, I've usually seen four of them by the time the nominations come out, and I have like five or, you know, five at the most, six to go. Okay. Um, This year I'd only seen like the two. Yeah. And for some reason, I found myself just balls deep into a Game of Thrones rewatch <laughs> starting on episode one and going through all like yeah. 68 episodes. That, that's a big task. It is. And I just had at that point, I just I'm still I'm only on like season first part of season five. Oh, wow. and I just have no interest in watching anything else. Yeah. None. That's yeah. all I want to do is watch that. And and I don't know what I'm going to do. The, if if you would have started on like February second uh-huh. and watched one episode a day, you would like watch the last episode of season season uh, season seven right before. The show came on, you know, oh, the really? season okay. eight starts or whatever. Okay. And I was like, that was kind of my plan. Is that what you've been doing? <laughs> One a day, or are you binging? No, well, it was the start, and <laughs> okay. then it turned into six a day. Yeah. Um, and and it turned. It's been a couple times, like in between patients, I've had it on in my office, <laughs> oh, which is not a good look. Oh no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I do not want to leave my office. Then
0: you know it's bad. You're on the can, and it's on your phone, and you're just yeah. watching
1: and. and <laughs> Well, and I've been hitting this uh, podcast called Binge Mode, um, Uh which is like just episode by episode breaking it down. Okay. So I'm catching a lot of stuff I didn't catch before and seeing all these links and they go kind of go deep into Uh. book references and where stuff differs from the book and what happens in the book and history of stuff. They kind of pick one topic per episode. It's like five or seven minutes, like deep diving on this one thing that comes up in the episode. And by the time you get through all of it, you kind of have a big knowledge of of everything. So it's so um, useful. Such useful knowledge. As well, yes, as, as opposed to this, what we do, which is just straight <laughs> <So> up garbage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have to say, I got more feedback about last week's episode than I have in a I, while.
0: I know that was that was yeah.
1: I don't know why I sat on that stupid phone call for so long. I didn't think it was going to be that good. <laughs> I guess it's because it happened to me. That's yeah. why I didn't think it was going to be that good. That could be. <laughs> I never, in fact, I never even told Andrea about it. She came oh, home really? like on Thursday night or something. She's like, "What's this phone call thing?" <laughs> like, oh god. Oh no shit. Did I never tell you about this? And then I had to explain it to her. Oh no. Um yeah, I just keep waiting for, for something to happen again. Uh some way to embarrass. You. I can't wait for uh-huh. a patient to call me and for the robo killer to grab it and, right. and it to turn into a turn into a real a real thing.
0: Yeah. Well it's just a matter of time. Snow melted up there? Most of it, yeah. But then yeah. they saw a little snowflakes so as I was coming home tonight, so I'm like, ah fuck.
1: Starting up again, man. The winter storm. Uh, it could happen. I don't know where we are now? I don't it's even know. Probably the sixth one in a week. Um, I saw that snow hit uh, our good friend Gina Dorfman's office, and she's yeah. like in suburb, like she's in the Valley in L.A. or something, she's yeah. like in West Hollywood or something like that. Um, and, yes. and it was snowing at, at her office. So, man, it's um, it's climate change world, man. This is uh, weird stuff. stuff. It is. It is um well lance this is an advice show are you sure not really (laughs) not really
0: i mean no one's really accused us of that
1: but okay It's (laughs) I it's self proclaimed. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Okay. All right? Right. all right. It's it's like being a uh, whatever a, a a Facebook dental group moderator. Right. You're all of a sudden <laughs> a, a self proclaimed uh-huh. influencer.
0: Yeah. I Thought got leader. into a talk
1: about influencers not long ago with a uh-huh. dentist uh, oh. who, who thinks that he's an influencer. Huh. All right. And I said I said, dude, there's four influencers in dentistry. Yeah. One is Frank Spear. Uh huh. One is John Coyce. Yes. Uh, one is like Peter Dawson. Okay. One is LD Panky In this case, he's dead. <Yeah. laughs> Pretty sure, right? Yeah. That's it. That's those all work. we got, man. Yeah. The, those are the influencers in dentistry. You and I are a, aren't among that group. Oh fuck and no! You trying to tell yourself that you are? Is uh, I guess we're no. forgot Gordo. I guess Gordo's number four, right? Yeah, I can give gut. Yeah. So it'd be if, you, if Spear Coice Dawson Gordo. Those yeah. are the four, right? Yeah. That's kind of the Mount Rushmore. If you had a Mount Rushmore of sure dental CE, dental continuing education, I think that's the Mount Rushmore.
0: Those would be safe bets. Yeah,
1: we're you're, we're not in that group, buddy. Oh, like fuck you, no, <laughs> Jesus we're Christ. We're not like there's no, no Facebook group moderator who's in that. No, like w- which of those four are you going to unseat, Doctor Facebook moderator person? <laughs> right. <laughs> you think you're pushing Dawson out of the way? Yeah. Don't think that's going to happen. Koisin Spear, obviously, like the preeminent minds in all of restorative dentistry over the last three decades. Yeah. Uh So I guess it's either going to be Dawson or Gordon. Which one is it going to be? Which one are you going to unseat with your uh, massive amount of popularity there? Facebook well, I, Dental Moderator Group guy.
0: I'm pretty sure. Well, Pete's probably going to die the soonest. So I'll, we'll unseat him that way, just through... Well, in
1: memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you like how what is anyone ever going to do to rival what Pete Dawson has done for the profession? I know. It, it, I mean it's set the like, bar pretty high. Yeah, it, it, he might be the penultimate actually. Yeah, yeah. From from just a restored I, I mean I don't not even restorative dentistry cuz this stuff shapes ortho and I oh, yeah. just so so much stuff, right? So yeah. much stuff. So yeah. Uh no, if you if you're the moderator of a dental Facebook group, anybody here listening, you're not an influencer. I'm sorry. You're just not mm-mm, mm-mm. There's there's only four influences influencers in dentistry, and we are not one of them. So no. Nope. Nope. anyway, uh yeah, I don't know. We answer some questions sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Did you I do this? I don't even remember. I, I went off on so. that riff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferencesgmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance. Fuck, no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions. Like, what's the best kind of injection to give? Because we all know the best kind of injections are the ones, the intrapulpal ones that just go right into that nerve, right? Just slide right down that canal. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Shouts to Russell. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my computer corrected it to, uh, corrected Russell Schaefer to Russell Shafter. <laughs> so shouts to Russell Shafter. Um, right. Shafter? Damn near killed her. Uh, <laughs> I think intrapulpal injections are just a real practice builder, don't you?
0: It's it's a, it's a, what all the kids love.
1: I don't remember the last time I had to do an intrapulpal injection, but I know I have had to yeah, do that I several times. Okay. I mean, how much indo do you do? I mean, it, obviously, like that kind of is when it has to be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stirring indo. <laughs> Yeah. If you're not doing that during endo- like if you're doing that during restorative, then then you're probably going to have some issues. Yeah, but, uh, you
0: might want to look at your techniques.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what I find that look actually works better than than anesthetic. Hmm. At that point, it's just like sodium hypochlorite, just like the hydraulic pressure. That seems yeah. to quiet shit down. It's, it's the it's same been known way. To, yeah. uh, all right, question one. This is a good one. This is from listener John. Hey guys, I'll get straight to the point. I'm pretty sure I'm being sexually harassed by my employees. One of my assistants recently confided in me that she, that when she takes cold medicine, she has really weird dreams. <laughs> she then alluded to the fact that she has had a sex dream featuring yours truly and her getting after it. I laughed it off, but she kept going into more detail. At that point, another assistant walked into the room and started laughing and said, oh, that's me every night. The cherry on top was the fact that Assistant number two came into the room to ask which surfaces to walk out for a filling we were doing. Without thinking, I read off the surfaces, D-I-F-D-I-L-F, distalent size lingual facial. Assistant two looks at one and says, oh, yeah, I knew he was a dilf. <laughs> I quickly left the room and haven't spoken, to, spoken of it to anyone else, but I'm not sure how to proceed. Do I issue the Seattle protocol or hope this just goes away? Well first of all I want
0: to know what uh, brand of cold medicine because I think he's discovered the the Spanish
1: fly. Yeah that sounds like actually some pretty good shit. <laughs> I man. mean I got to score me some of this. I'll buy it by the case. <laughs> Like it's just is like which Advil Cold and Sinus is this? Is this the green one, the red one? Right. Please tell me. And like how many tablets? Or is this and, house and brand how, at Walgreens? Yeah, how much earlier like how early before bed did you take uh-huh. this? I need I need a, a regimen on this. That's right. That's right. Um do you still have sex dreams? How old, you're fifty what? <laughs> I'm forty eight. Oh 48. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess a rounding error. I'm I'll be fifty something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's menopausal men get uh, no more sex dreams. I think we're uh, just, okay. I think in theory,
1: I, I <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a retort to menopausal men, and I just. <laughs> so like finally <laughs> finally stopped bleeding once a month like i don't know what else to, to really
0: say yeah yeah
1: it's uh no um you i know, think that's the domain of the young man I, yeah. I feel for the most part
0: yeah that's um if i had staff constantly sex dreaming about me i i think it makes it would make a better work environment because when you tell them no when they want the raise they're going to accept it they're going to take it and they're like it they're just privileged to be um, um, yeah, basking so in my glove. Yeah, you can
1: use this to, you can sort of yeah. use your sex appeal to your advantage for them if, taking less you, money If you give them you.
0: enough of this cold medicine, they'll probably pay you for the privilege of working with you. It's dose dependent, I'm sure.
1: I think that's a that's an interesting thing, John. You could <laughs> offer that sort of scenario here uh-huh. that they're so infatuated to you that now they have to pay you to work there. That's right.
0: Um, man, asking for overtime would be an easy ask. You want <laughs> st- to you want to stay late with me?
1: So the, uh, the I had a dream about you thing is interesting. First off, I've never had a sex dream about a team member. <sighs> No, I well, can say key, that with alacrity. Well, the key
0: is make sure you only hire fugly and then the odds of uh sex dream is uh
1: going down. I, okay, that's I I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to circle back on this just a second. Okay. I my HR policy is to hire people that I would not that I don't have interest in in having sexual relations with. It that doesn't good. necessarily mean ugly, that just means Yeah. I'm trying to think of you know it's it's not necessarily ugly, just I'm not interested. Right, right, and which is right. it's a healthy way to be, honestly. But I, so I, but I mean, I'm sure at some point in my life I've had a sex dream about somebody that I didn't think was all that attractive, right? Haven't I mean I, I don't I don't keep a detailed. It's not like I keep like a detailed yeah, a erotic journal. journal of my dreams. Maybe you should start. She's flipping through the pages here. Oh yeah, October seventeenth, two thousand and one. I had a uh, dream about Ann B. Davis from the Brady Bunch. Um, her and I were uh, experimenting with uh, uh, different uh, strawberry and raspberry flavored lubes in the dream, and uh, yeah, yeah. Marsha Marcia walked in, and, uh, and
0: then we had put your of bottles three-way. of
1: lube. It, it hit her in the nose and broke her nose, and uh, that was the episode. <laughs>
0: The uncomfortable one is when you have it, at the you know, the sex dream about Aunt B from the Andy Griffith show, and uh, but you know, her, her cherry pie is is you uh, wow, you know,
1: well, you you know, know she leaves winning. that she leaves that thing dry or uh, cooling on the on the windowsill. The whole neighborhood can smell that sweet sweet cherry pie. Like, That's what, right. What else is everybody gonna do? <laughs> we're all we're all dreaming of Aunt B at that point. So I do think though, here here's a little tip for for any of our younger listeners who are looking to maybe. Uh, flex a little game okay. on, a, on a on a guy or a lady, either uh-huh. one, um, right. depending on what your your dispositions are. So let's say, Lance, like let's say I was interested in you. Let's say I'm a, I'm a, a, a like you're not. Come on, a 31 a, a year old lass <laughs> who's uh, in the Tukwila area who went to see you for uh, for a smile mm-hmm. design and and was just smitten with you from the start. Uh A good way to gauge someone's interest is to tell them you had a dream about them. Oh. Just hear me out. So let's say, let's say, let's say, um, a 72 year old Zoftig woman, um, who is, cancels one out of every three appointments and uh, always demands a neck pillow and a blanket, mm-hmm. and is just one of those people you see on your schedule, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. Let's say she tells you she has a dream about you. What's your response to that? Hmm. It's going to be something like, yeah, how about that? All righty, have a good one, right? That's, like that's, I, I, don't.
0: That's generally need, how I respond to lots of things.
1: Yeah, I don't need or want any details. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. me, but the end of this conversation is now. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's say smoking hot, 27 year old, you know, just dime piece smoke show says, uh-huh. Dr. Timmerman, I had a dream about you last night. No matter what, I don't care what your situation is, whatever. Yeah, tell me more, right? Like you want to know more about it. So if you tell somebody you had a dream about them and they want to know more about it, they're interested.
0: Right, right. But usually, when that kind of thing happens, I usually think, okay, they're trying to get a discount. They're they're wanting their service. Uh,
1: there's there's an angle. Yeah, but I'm, i I just feel I, I I've never had a patient tell me they've had a dream about me. So I'll I'll just lay that out there. But I've had people tell me in the past they've had a dream about me.
0: Hmm.
1: Was and, that Detola? <laughs> we slept <laughs> in the same bed one time, so oh. he may have had a dream about me that okay. night.
0: Okay, all right. Um, <laughs>
1: You could have driven, like, a Chevy S10 between us on this bet. That's how far away from each other we were. Um, No, but I feel that's, like, a really... I'm telling you, that's, you know, for our younger... You got a crush Mm -hmm. on a girl. You want to find out if she's interested or not interested. Mm -hmm. Can't tell. You've tried sliding in the DMs, you know, to maybe some mixed results or some mm-hmm. mixed uh you know mixed uh messages yeah i definitely tell them that tell them you had a dream about them and then you know if if they're interested they're going to ask more about it you just make shit up who cares right um, right um but if they say oh there you go then they're they're just not interested they're moving on time yeah. time to move on and uh you know that they're uh they're not down so yeah. friend zone um yeah to- yeah totally friend zone in fact you might not even be like friend zoned you might be like like I don't even know like what's below friend zone. Like a qu- acquaintance neighborhood? Yeah. I don't even really know. <laughs> there um, <we> go. <laughs> so the team member, he's asking, so first question is, I I, qu- I haven't spoken to anybody else. So I'm trying to proceed. Do I issue the Seattle protocol? Which means, I don't think you can fire somebody because they had a dream about you.
0: Yeah, and plus that there's a good chance that they since they've disclosed that, they... It's kind of like if someone says, lets you know that they're pregnant. Yeah, you're you're not firing that person uh, during the pregnancy because they're gonna claim, uh, you know, wrongful termination or something yeah. along those lines. So yeah, you now that you know of the sex dream, the last thing you want to do is fire.
1: the I, the, the margin for a man sexually harassing. A woman for a dentist sexually mm-hmm. a male dentist sexually harassing his team members mm-hmm. is like microns thin, right? right. I mean, yep. it's so thin. The margin for a female staff member sexually harassing a male dentist is fucking fifteen miles oh. wide. Oh, yeah, like they're just you know, like I, I it would have to be such a serious level of rabbit boiling, right? Before you could make a claim or justification to a, uh, you know, whoever, like whatever, you know, state bureaucracy board handles workmen's um, or, or, um, unemployment, you know, stuff that you're going to be hosed on that. I I just don't think it it would have to be pretty egregious, um, for you to be able to get away with firing an employee over this. Yeah. So the Seattle Protocol is out of the way. Yeah, I got to ignore that one now. The other, do I issue Seattle Protocol or do I hope this just goes away? Like, yeah, I'm a lazy bastard. So yeah. yes, that's like, uh, that's always, you remember in dental school when they would teach you about treatment planning? Mm-hmm. And there was always like that asshole teacher who taught treatment planning. And he would be like, you know, they show like, you know, a, a tooth that needs endo. hmm Build up in crown. Be like, all right. What are the options here? And then go into build up crown, extraction and bridge, extraction and uh, alone Yeah. Uh, and there's just like that one asshole professor that would always come in like nothing is always an option yeah yeah. you can always do nothing that's always an option like yeah fine. all right yeah. asshole i'm not here to learn about truma planning nothing you well, dick i'm but, here to learn it in dentistry
0: plus that the, the patient they're here if, if nothing was what they wanted they wouldn't have even shown up and they're putting their themselves in the office
1: well unless they're there for their free cleaning from their insurance right like that's a That's absolutely a thing. We see people that need that kind of treatment. All right. You know, they need treatment. They're in there that are just like, I just want my free thing. And
0: so
1: that to me in this situation that you can always do nothing is absolutely 100% (laughs) on the table. (laughs) Yeah. And option
0: number one. Number one. That's 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 my differential. We're going with that first.
1: Because... Here's the thing. I mean, I, I joke around and say like, oh, just tell her you had a dream about her and see how far this thing goes. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is that she can do this stuff all day long and you can't.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, it's it's a double standard, but it just is the way it is. Yeah. The moment and you talk about your sex dreams. It's done. It's going to be. It's over. Yeah. Yep. It is over. So you just have to like smile, put on your pretty woman smile and just take it. Like a man. It's there. really all you can yeah, do. You yeah. can't do anything about it.
0: Pretty much. You can't
1: do anything about
0: it. No. You're fucked.
1: Yeah, but hopefully not physically <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I, I just would, I would distance.
0: Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> and that. if
1: they say the, like, I had a dream about you, i just, eh, how about that? And just try to get out of the room as quickly as you can. Yeah. And never do a DILF filling. It's always a DIFL. It's always FL. It's always an MIFL filling. It's never an MILF filling.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: I'm oh, always shocked man. when I
0: hear the rumors, and, and then usually confirmed and such and such, where uh, staff and, and you know doctors are hooking up with their staff. It always just blows my mind when I hear that stuff because that's the dumbest thing to do to be doing cuz now you're yeah
1: you're, I mean it's certain yeah I mean it's not smart but I get you know I, if if I I see where it comes from in that someone's miserable at home yeah. and dentistry's a bitch and you're looking through for some way to get through the miserable day mm-hmm. and you're getting you know there's some kind of attention or flirtation or whatever back and forth and I mean I guess I can see how that happens but just everyone knows it doesn't end well
0: yeah it's never good it's never going to, to end well and yet there's stories galore of yeah. it happening so
1: Out of the two people on this podcast there's one of us that's sleeping with a staff member and it's not me <laughs> just after, I mean, just after, we, after that yeah. diatribe from Lance I just want everybody to know that
0: I am sleeping with her, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> did you put a ring on it first? I did do that. that so I think and, I got uh, the sequence correct.
1: To use Game of Thrones uh, terminology... You put three babies in her belly. They say that all the time. (laughs) You're going to put a baby in her belly. Like, hold on a second. It's (laughs) We we not know about uteruses in whatever weird uh, middle-aged alternate universe timeline this is. Uh Stop saying put it in her belly. This is like, it's it's like when you have a four-year-old and you tell them that mommy's going to have a baby. Like, Uh mommy's going to have, there's a baby in mommy's tummy. Uh Like, Oh, Kids want, What did mommy eat? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want oh, any of that. Jeez. Put your <laughs> baby in her belly. <laughs> I've heard that. fifty. The other thing that they say on uh, Game of Thrones all the time, which is super gross, is... Uh, when uh you know like when one of the prospective queens or whatever who's like 14 i guess uh-huh, their yeah. the actresses aren't that but they're supposed to be i guess in the books like 13 or 14 years old which okay. is weird yeah um like when they when they begin to menstruate for the first time and they say oh she's got her blood now like it's so, <laughs> oh, God, it's so yeah. terrible it's so gross yeah i watched one <laughs> episode
0: once with one of my daughters and went okay this is the last time that um, ever happened <laughs> you keep watching when i'm not here and i will watch when you're not here i did that was was more than yeah let's
1: let's pretend that we don't watch this show that's nothing but what what they call sex position which Uh is so that's the thing you can't fast forward through the sex scenes because there's like vital plot elements that lay out in the dialogue that happens during (laughs) sex scenes i've never seen anything like it sucks right but it's like vital stuff so you can't just fast forward through it like you know it just is uh man yeah that's a super awkward I think that's a super awkward situation that most people have found themselves in, like when something inappropriate comes on television and mm-hmm. you're watching it with your parents. Yeah. Uh, best probably best example of that ever is the Janet Jackson nipple thing from the Super Bowl. Mm. Right, because ever like a lot of people with their family or whatever that day.
0: Yeah, I think I had switched channels to MTV's uh, Deathmatch.
1: Oh wow, man! Yeah, that was <laughs> man claymation
0: it was, thing. It was yeah. It was yeah, a thing.
1: That's old school. <laughs> old school. So, Johnny, mm-hmm. um, just smile and take it, man. You can't do anything about this. Yeah. You're going to end up in more trouble yes. than it's worth if you try to say anything. Yeah. Um, just for the love of God, just smile and walk away. And take it. Smile and take it. Smile and take it. <laughs> All right, Lance. We got yes. two Reddits tonight. Oh all right okay when I first read this I read miscellaneous sausage but it's not miscellaneous (laughs) sausage it's miscellaneous usage oh but I like miscellaneous sausage better I'm kind of kind of thinking Jimmy Dean for sure yeah miscellaneous (laughs) sausage reddit user miscellaneous sausage asks Dennis drilled tooth or I'm sorry Dennis drilled without filling teeth ashing away hello I had a filling done a while ago that was left a little high, which caused my teeth to touch only where the filling was. Today, I asked my dentist to see if he could fix the bite by shaving the filling so my teeth would come together evenly. And that's what he did. He shaved the filling and the teeth near it with a Dremel-like tool, and now my teeth are ashing away. When I go over the areas he shaved with my tongue, it feels rough, and when I use my fingernail to check out what tongue is feeling... I'm left with a white residue, which I'm assuming is little pieces of my teeth. I guess I didn't realize what I asked him to do would leave my teeth deteriorating within minutes, but here I am. Wasn't he supposed to put stuff on it to make it not do that? I feel like an idiot, for assuming he would do his job, but now I'm scared to make another appointment because he'll probably make it worse. Was he supposed to put something over the shaving to make them not ash away like this? What should I do at this point?
0: It never ceases to amaze me, the perspective that patients have. Number one, what the fuck is ashing?
1: What is he talking about? <laughs> what is this ashy teeth I don't understand? I really don't. Uh, yeah. I, and what I, is ashing? Uh, is that an Urban Dictionary thing? Am I missing something? I
0: don't. It's, it's like, did you ever watch the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
1: Um, Sarah I mean, Michelle Geller? Yeah, I mean, I've jerked off to Sarah Michelle Geller before. I don't think I've ever <laughs> okay. liked. I, I would say I have not watched this show okay. because I can't tell you anything about the show, but okay. I can tell you a lot of things about Sarah Michelle Geller.
0: All right. Well, I, we used to be a fan. The whole family, we were big into the, the thing. It, when they would kill vampires, they'd put a wooden stake through their heart, and they would immediately mm-hmm. turn into poof, turn to a big ball of ashes. So maybe they think their tooth is being Sarah Michelle gellar
1: Okay, so no. <laughs> if your tooth is getting Sarah Michelle Gellard in my mind, that's <laughs> rough. Okay, that's going to be rough for you, Lance. <laughs> now that's the thing is, I understand that's not for that's not what everybody thinks of when they think of Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Okay, it's just me, child who graduated high school in 1997. Like Sarah Michelle Geller's at the top of my list. Ah, um, okay, yeah. All right. Um, right. I've, I've spilled a lot of semen you in really? the name of Sarah Michelle Gellar, Lance. In my, I'm trying to think of like, I'm ranking in my head, like uh-huh. who would be towards the top of the list, and uh-huh. she's probably in a top five position.
0: Oh, wow. She put not your five guess. laminated on your in card and your wallet? Yeah,
1: just based on time, right? Uh-huh. I mean, her and Katie Holmes were like, oh, you know, you part of my life starting in 1996 through 2003 like those are the prime years of that right right, we talked about my competition a few weeks ago yeah um ashing on urban dictionary Uh oh Uh, top definition ashing the act of removing the ash left over from smoked marijuana from a smoking device Mm. hey man are you finished ashing that bowl I want to load another fuck god Mm. I'm so old Lance I don't understand half of this stuff wow uh uh, definition two, ashing. When your skin gets dry and there's a little lighter layer on top, the skin ashes off, easily fixed by putting on lotion. Hmm. Quote, man, I need to get some Jergens. My legs are ashing like mad. <laughs> if I ever say, man, I need to get some something there's, there's not ashing going on, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you that.
0: You're, you're Sarah Michelle Gellarine.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> SMGing. Mm-hmm. Uh, definition three, ashing. When someone farts, a <laughs> remnant of particled feces comes out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't that sharding? Yeah, I mean, I,
1: uh, <laughs> that's been the number three definition of ashing since March 2nd, 2008. Huh. By Dustin10667. Thank you, <laughs> Dustin10667. Oh, okay. Well, no, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Ashing. Uh, definition four Searching, finding, and flirting with people on the internet, preferably people who you don't know, live absolutely nowhere near you and have no intention of meeting them in person, even though you tell them you plan on doing so. This has been linked closely to misleading those unfortunate people to think you are in true love with them. I've never heard of that. Huh.
0: Yeah, um, no
1: man. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Definition six. Ashing. <laughs> Act performed by a widow who takes the ashes of her cremated partner, placing them in a phallic shaped urn. She will then use the urn. I can't, I can't even read the rest of this. Jesus, I thought that was going to be good. And I just, I can't finish it, Lance. I can't finish it. It's too bad. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Go to Urban Dictionary, look at no. if you want to know more about this, Urban Dictionary, Ashing Definition 6. That's where I'm leaving it. What is this person talking about ashing? I'm assuming he just means like debris in his mouth, yeah. right? Like detritus yeah. dust. Doc didn't rinse it away and left that shit. I ship. guess. Yeah. And I guess he feels like it's his t- Tooth, it was probably just composite.
0: Yeah, it's just the ground-up composite. Or or if you're like using enhanced polishing cups, that stuff disintegrates
1: and, and yeah. leaves it
0: all, all
1: over their tooth. It leaves ashy. It's, it's all got ashy. ashy all over yeah. it. Dave Chappelle used to have a bit about ashy, if I remember correctly. And then oh. Bill Burr had a bit about ashy, hmm. um, which, which are both good and funny. And I don't feel politically correct enough to make any <laughs> ashy jokes. Okay. So that's not going to happen. All right. Um, so yeah, we're in a rock and a hard place here because I can't read that definition number six on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> uh-huh. and I don't feel I can talk about the skin stuff. So um, yeah, man, so this is again you 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 hit the nail on the head. Patients, do you, you remember that show with Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> Kid, kids, say yes, yeah. <laughs> kids say the darndest things. Yes, yeah. Kids say the darndest things. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is like patients say the darndest things. Yes. What do you, like, first off, props to the patient because, like, the patient realized, like, oh, the bite is high. Yeah. That's the only tooth that touches. If you file that down, then everything else will touch. I, I feel that's, like, a fairly advanced yeah. principle of physics for a patient to understand. So, props on that. Yeah. Seriously, shouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but thinking that your teeth are, quote, unquote, ashing is very strange.
0: Yeah, that's a new one.
1: Yeah, your teeth aren't deteriorating deteriorating within minutes.
0: Yeah. I love the accusatory tone of, I thought he was going to do his job. Well, he did his job.
1: (laughs) He fucking adjusted your bite. (laughs) Oh, do I get into a Bill Belichick, do your job? (laughs) Robert Kraft. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even know if we should. If we, if we're 38 minutes in. I don't know if we should get into Robert Kraft talking. <laughs> Probably not. Too, um, too soon. I'm just going to lay this. Out. I'm not saying anything. I'm not making any accusations or anything like that. But uh-huh. all of this Robert Kraft in a Asian massage parlor stuff happened uh, in our former guest, uh, Rob Ritter, uh-huh. in his hometown.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm not saying the two are related. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah. If this happened in Jupiter, Florida, which is where Rob Ritter lives,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: interesting. I'm just saying it's interesting. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I'm ju- you connect your own dots. This is the I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not accusing. I'm no, not saying that. I'm no. just saying this happened in this one place. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know someone who lives there. Yeah, yeah. It's That's a ju- it. judgment-free zone. We yeah, judgment-free. Whatever, man. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Right. Um, what's up, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're not. Your teeth aren't deteriorating. You're not ashing. There's no ash. Um, he adjusted your bite, and it's either polishing media of some sort, mm-hmm. enhance point, uh, you know, whatever.
0: Diamond paste. I mean, it, it yeah, could be so it, many. Whatever. It, all yeah. that
1: stuff. Yeah. Right. You're fine. You're fine. You're totally fine. You don't even need to go back. Nope. Rinse with some water. Spit it out, and you're good. Yeah. Let's do a quick look at miscellaneous sausage here. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, that, I saw
1: sausage. Sausage. It looks like sausage, yeah, it, right? It totally does, yeah. Close enough. Uh-huh. Um, study abroad, personal finance, Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody send us a message uh-huh. with a, a picture of their Subaru and their middle finger out yep. <laughs> yeah, telling us that. to screw off. <laughs> um, that's pretty it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Subaru... Huh. They don't have a ton of posts. Alright. So miscellaneous sausage. Hmm. You're you're fine. You're totally fine. Don't worry about it. You ready for the second Reddit? The second Reddit is so wild. <laughs> All right. Reddit user Joseph Gregg asks, Can I put xylitol sugar into sugar free gum? Cost effective or crazy? <laughs> crazy. Xylitol gum tends to be a bit expensive. So I thought an alternative would be to get a few grams of Xylitol sugar and wrap some cheaper chewing gum around it, like extra, and just chew on that. Does anyone know if this would be possible or plausible? (laughs) That is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. God. Uh, All right, so I'm trying to remember. There, it, we we God? recommend a lot of Xylitol gum, actually. Anybody who's like high caries just I recommend Xylitol gum. For my hygienist does. Sure. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I think it's Icebreakers cubes. So let's go on Amazon. Okay. And let's see how much Icebreakers cubes are. Okay. Because I have some in my car. Okay. And I don't remember thinking. Holy shit! This stuff is expensive. Let me add more stuff to it, yes, <clears throat> yeah, no, like let me make my own at home. That's more about what this is, yeah, okay. here's a f- <coughs> a four pack of forty pieces each for nine dollars that's six cents a piece,
0: yeah, that's kind of spendy. <laughs> Six cents, Lance. Yeah. It always it cracks me up, but you know, amongst dentists, dentists themselves usually don't want to buy the actual product. They got something else that's that's kind of similar, because this other stuff that costs way too much. I'm gonna spend almost as much, but I'm gonna homebrew it myself.
1: Yeah, I mean dentists are sort of notoriously uh cheap. Yeah, that's a good word. Trying to find or er, thrifty. I, I hate using that word. <laughs> God, I got it. Dirty. Yeah, I'm gonna wash your they mouth shower. out of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you can be nifty. No, goddammit. <laughs> uh um yeah, the, the dentists are notoriously like keen to find a way to shirk mm-hmm. full price, right? And yep. so they come up with these weird, you know, things like that. And so, I, what this reminds me of is there's a movie called Little Big League. Okay. Do you remember Little Big League? I don't. Let me see if I can look this up. Um, it was about a kid who's yeah, yeah Little Big League. It was about a kid whose grandfather owned the Minnesota Twins. Hmm. And then his grandfather died, and in the will, he gave the kid, who's was like, I don't know, 14 years old or whatever, mm-hmm. he gave the kid um, the team, he gave the kid the twins, and so hmm. the kid was the owner of the twins, and so they were not winning, and the manager was bad, and so he fired the manager and he hired himself. Sort of fourteen-year-old kid or whatever's is a manager. It's a stupid movie. What era was this? Was this with Kent Herbeck on uh, on, on first yeah, base? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, except except they didn't have Kent Herbeck playing uh, in the movie. They had Timothy Busfield from the show Thirty Something <laughs> yeah. as a major league first baseman, I'm like crying. their best player, Timothy Busfield. Uh-huh. If you don't know who Timothy Busfield is, go to Google and search Timothy Busfield, and you will recognize him if you are. Over uh, if you're in fifties your like me. Well, I'm I'm almost four. I'll be forty in a week. <laughs> uh-huh. And I know who Timothy Busfield is. He yeah, was he, in West Wing. He was the original Ginger. I think Jesus, like, right? He was what now? The original Ginger Jesus. I don't I don't know if he <laughs> ever carried that moniker. Okay. All right.
0: Uh,
1: however, <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I know him from 30 something. But more so, I know him from West Wing. Okay. That's kind of where a lot of people... He was on Trapper John, M.D. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. I remember that show.
1: Um, He was on Blue Bloods. Hmm. uh, Designated Survivor. Was he in uh, Field of Dreams? Yes, he was in Field of Dreams. That's exactly right. He yeah. was the brother-in-law in Field uh-huh. of Dreams. Trying to buy That's the, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Trying to buy the farm. Yeah. Um, that's your first base. That's your starting star first baseman for the Minnesota Twins huh. in the movie Little Big League. So there was a montage from that movie oh. where one of the bullpen, uh, one of the relief pitchers in the bullpen takes this big wad of chewing tobacco hmm. and takes this big ball of chewing gum. And chews up the gum, and then wraps the big ball of chewing tobacco with gum, and then starts to chew on that, which is what this person wants to do. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the way I took it.
1: Like it's that's Buck Wild. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're going to look like a crack addict. You're, you're going to put a piece of extra in your mouth and chew it a little bit and spit it out and spread it out in your hand and then pour some powder onto it and then form it up into a little ball and chew on it again?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because six cents, six is just ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't like, pay any more saying? than
1: four. <laughs> yeah. Xylitol itself has to have a cost like unless you found this like Pablo Escobar who's just keeps (laughs) you flush with the stuff like Mm -hmm. the Pablo Escobar of xylitol here's the other problem with xylitol um it's make you shit yeah it makes you crap your pants so why are you flirting with this
0: remember the product Olestra
1: I do remember Olestra
0: (laughs) and then the the wrapper the bag of Doritos with Olestra 10% less anal linkage (laughs)
1: <laughs> the 10% swings me, Lance. I'm going to go uh-huh. buy some right now. Exactly. I'm, I'm buying some right now.
0: Uh-huh. I think we all I, would uh, agree the anal leakage is probably a game changer.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> whether you have, so, I mean, 10% less. Uh-huh. So, whether you have, so, uh, let's say it's an ounce. Let's say it's 30 milliliters of anal leakage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're knocking down ten percent of it. Mm-hmm. You still have twenty-seven <laughs> milliliters of anal leakage. Still not great. Like, no, no. T- it's not a good look. Ninety percent of angle. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, <laughs> tough look for <laughs> tough look for whoever. Yeah. Tough look for our guys and girls who are, who are eating the chips of the Lustra. Uh-huh. That one was interesting though because O oh, just blocked fat receptors mm-hmm. in the small intestine so the fat just like went all the way through mm-hmm. and so it would just like need to get expelled by the body and so that's kind of what would happen I don't know what xylitol does I'm assuming it just increases gastric motility
0: yeah but I think you have to consume quite a bit to have any type of uh, um, like anti-caries aspect of it so I see that I don't know I don't know
1: maybe we could look that up
0: that sounds like actual research.
1: I know. What the fuck
0: are we doing? I mean, I'm the dude that um, sat on my couch and didn't even rent a movie to watch
1: pre before <laughs> that, the Oscars. You thought about opening the app, oh. but that was too opening the app was too much. <laughs> xylitol carries reduction. So I'm on PubMed, and I just go or I just searched xylitol carries. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, let's see if I see anything good here. Um, here's a study from the uh, Journal of Pediatric Dentistry, 2017. Mm-hmm. Let me see if it says anything. Um, conclusions: The present systematic review examining the effectiveness effectiveness of xylitol on caries incidents mm-hmm. in children showed a small effect size in randomized control trials and a very low quality of evidence. That makes preventive action of xylitol uncertain. Hmm. So, this is a systematic review. Okay. Um, you know, so pretty high level data. Uh, analysis of five randomized controlled trials showed that xylitol had a small effect on reducing dental caries with a very low quality of evidence considering heterogeneity. Studies with higher xylitol doses, greater than four grams a day, demonstrated a medium caries reduction. With these studies also having considerable heterogeneity and very low quality of evidence. So f- what was that? How many grams a day? Four grams? Four grams a day. Okay. So how let's how much see. Gum? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna look up icebreakers, cubes, and I'm gonna see if I can figure out how much xylitol is in one piece. Um Let's see here. Two grams of sugar alcohols. Hmm. But I would assume that not all of the that is xylitol, right? That's probably a safe assumption. Um, I mean, xylitol is actually the number one ingredient. Oh. But there's also malatol syrup and mannitol. So not all of that two grams is going to be.
0: Yeah, I'm so a big fan of Manitol.
1: Love the Manitol. Was isn't that the guy that got Trump in trouble? Paul Manitol? I think so. Um how much xylitol is in icebreaker's gum? Um oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> One no, 1.15 grams of xylitol per cube. Hmm. So Icebreaker's Cube says 1.15 grams of xylitol. Trident Extra Care has 9.4... I'm sorry, 0. 0.14 grams. So Icebreaker's has hmm. 10 times that much. Same thing with Trident and Trident Fusion. Mentos has 0. 0.2 so, man, icebreaker scoops, like, really bats it out of the yeah. park. That's 1.15 grams. Yeah. So, if you chewed four pieces a day, it looks like there's better evidence for that, right? Okay. That's the uh-huh. medium amount, right? Okay. Um, so, that looks pretty good. Here's mm-hmm. another study, the Journal of Natural Science and Biologic Medicine. Um, holy shit. <laughs> this is really deep. <laughs> the subgroup analysis there was a reduction in MS count with. All right, I'm not even. Yeah. That. Like, that's not good radio. We're not the dental no, guys. No. Um, <laughs> we definitely are not. Z- here's the last one. I'm, I'm going to read. Xylitol carries prevention from the evidence. Uh, based dental journal in 2015. Hmm. Low quality evidence suggests that fluoride toothpaste containing xylitol may be t- more effective than fluoride only toothpaste. The effect of... Da, 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 da. So, are we talking about gum? Mm-hmm. It is insufficient to determine whether any xylitol containing products can prevent caries in infants, older children, or adults. So, why are you messing around with this? Like, just yeah. throw that freaking xylitol in the garbage. Yeah. Get some icebreakers cubes or whatever and move on. Like... Yeah, it's. I remember in dental school, like when I was in dental school, the first evidence of xylitol was just sort of coming to the fold, mm-hmm. and our community dentistry faculty were just horny for xylitol. Really, I mean, just rock hard for the stuff, and uh, couldn't get enough of it. And now it's turning out like, yeah, whatever, it's, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Um, man, I, I really, I we had, I mean, we had lectures and lectures about xylitol. Oh, really? We had to do these like nutritional plans and assessments and all this kind of garbage. Oh and, God! Um, yeah, we had to do all this kind of stuff like that, and xylitol was like on all of those treatment plans. And it just looks like now that's such a mess. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't even do anything. Yeah. So, let's look at uh, Joseph Gregg. Joseph Gregg is, uh, it, it has like a little bio about him on his Reddit page. I've never seen this before. Oh, really? Hey there, my name is Joseph, and I'm, I'm a nutritional, and nutritional science is my passion. Currently undertaking a Bachelor's of Science in Food Science and majoring in Human Nutrition and Physiology. My dream is to one day work in public health as a dietitian. Huh. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's good to have dreams. Uh Yeah. How quickly will those dreams be crushed on the first patient that you see? Yeah. You give this big meal plan to, and then the next time they come in, they're like, yeah, I ate a Taco Bell 17 (laughs) times since I saw you last. Yeah. And I didn't listen to anything you told me. Not a damn thing. (laughs) If there's anybody in the world whose patients listen to them less than they listen to their dentist, yeah. it's a fucking dietitian. Yeah, I <laughs> sure. care. nothing for else sure. where people are like, yeah, I'm good. No thanks. I'm not interested. Thank you though. Yeah. Not even thank you though. Like, yeah, yeah no, I love Whataburger. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. So all the all of his stuff seems to be in that kind of. All of his posts seem to be on that kind of stuff. Hmm. A lot of stuff in orthotropics. Huh. Um, orthotropics. Wow, that's like every. In this subreddit, we discuss everything related to the craniofacial complex.
0: Oh, wow.
1: We encourage rational, evidence-based discourse surrounding the topic of orthotropics or facial growth guidance. Really? Wow. All right. Who you know Man, this guy's. I'm surprised. Surprised, like, this is that guy's thing. Yeah, yeah. Nutri- here's. I mean, he just has a lot of posts, but, man, every post I'm seeing her in is an orthotropics or dietetics. Uh-huh. A lot of orthotropics, man. Wow. He's all over that message board. Yeah. Wow. It's good to have a hobby. Yeah, but be an orthodontist then. <laughs> why do you want to be a dietitian? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have hundreds of posts in orthotropics huh okay how about this one uh, in orthotropics user siten clause have an appointment with a dentist to talk about possibly using an aga slash faga appliance 28 <laughs> year old female had allergies as a kid did a lot of mouth breathing as a result of small jaws and crooked teeth my mom gave uh, made me get braces when I was 15 so my teeth are straight. I a mean, nice smile, but my jaws are still really small. It's real to have really narrow airway, and my lower jaw is pushed too far back because my upper jaw is too small and not allowing the lower jaw to come forward. This is because my lower jaw to rub against the back of my TMJs and wear the bone down, causing TMD, migraines, etc. I've been practicing good oral and regular posture for the past few weeks, discovering Mike Mew. Do you know Mike Mew? M-E-W? I don't know that name. Hmm. But my migraines and narrow airway are so uncomfortable, I'm seeking out fast results. I found a dentist two and a half hours away that offers facial growth, in parentheses, F A G G A appliances. Here's their website. So I'm going to click on that. It says SpringfieldSmileDoctor.com. Um, The AGA facial development feature. Uh, it doesn't say what AGA is. This person named Randy Green, DMD. Hmm. Facial growth orthodontic patient before AGA mid face expansion. Are you familiar with any of this? No. so is this just marpy sure just mechanically assisted rapid palatal expansion so I'm looking at an aga facial development device Mm -hmm. and it's on the maxillary obviously it's got bands on the first molars it looks like it has bands on the premolars in this particular case is a premolar extraction case and it's got some kind of spring-like mechanism on the buckle and something on the palatal as well. Um, let's see. The aga growth appliance that we use puts light pressure on the nerve that runs through your palate. It stimulates remodeling and development in the entire mid of the patient. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. I feel like we're both pretty into airway stuff.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it falls in line with, like, the epigenetics, the DNA appliance thing.
1: and See, listen, yeah. to this. this is from their website. Traditional orthodontic expansion relies on pressure on the teeth. Mm-hmm. And so, by putting pressure on teeth, it moves teeth through bone. Well, that can be very effective in the child, I mean almost dangerous in an adult patient uh, and cause potential loosening of teeth and possible gum tissue loss. Mm-hmm. Jaw growth, orthodontics, especially of adult patients, open up a whole new avenue of robust remodeling and development. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I gotta, I gotta plead the fifth on this one, man. I, I don't know anything about this stuff. I have seen and an a, appliance where they were putting
0: pressure like on the right behind, like the incisive papilla, and they weren't, weren't putting pressure the answer, on the teeth like, as much, but just kind of the bone itself. So,
1: man, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask Chef Ralph yeah. about this and, and hit like the airway prosthodontics board yeah. because um, I'm not, I'm not. This is not. We've we talked a lot about Marpy, which uh-huh. is you know basically just rapid palatal extension, but on an adult and right. like hey if you crack open that suture you can actually get expansion on an adult uh-huh. this doesn't seem like that this seems like hey I want to push on this magic spot right here yeah. and your face is going to grow that seems weird to me yeah I,
0: I think I did someone presented something like that it was interesting but again I wouldn't even open the app to watch the damn movie before the Oscars <laughs> so
1: <laughs> show me some science
0: <laughs> what, on this what right? are the odds I'm going to be delving into this
1: Man, this guy's super into airway stuff. He's all huh. over this orthotropics. Huh. I mean, lots of lots of talk about, like, tongue in the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy's, like, into it. Why does he want to be a dietician? Yeah, I don't know. I do not understand. Joseph Craig. go to dental school, man. Yeah. Take Rouse's course. Take, take the marpie course. Take Rick Robley's course. Take, um... Take uh, the Wil- Wilkodonics SFOT course. Take Brian yeah. Vincent on SFOT. Take um, take uh, Colin Richmond talking about uh, uh, SFOT. Like any of those. Like mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Why are you going to be a dietitian? Yeah. Who is who's Mew? Who is Doctor Mew? Let's uh-huh. check this guy out. Um, Doctor Michael Mew. No, I know most of these people. Orthodontist Dr. Michael Mew. Oh, he's in London. Okay, mm. so that's maybe why we don't. That could we be. We don't know about him. Yeah, we're uh, we're
0: Americans. We're pretty much uh, self centered.
1: We only think of ourselves, and the
0: rest of the world be damned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I, I I just find it fascinating that this person is this into. Um, is this an orthotropics and mm-hmm. wants to be a dietitian? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Look in the mirror, dude. Be a dentist and/or be an orthodontist. Be something. Yeah. oral surgeon. Something. Jesus. Nutrition yeah. science is my passion. Man, is this the person that this? Wait, this is the same guy who wants to put xylitol in his gum, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah weird that's a like man huh. okay that's a weird one too like you're all into orthotropic shit and then you're worried about putting xylitol in your extra yeah to save like two cents a Yeah. Piece. yeah. wow okay well mm. um, interesting look for our guy uh, <laughs> Joseph Craig. Uh-huh. Um wow okay I'm gonna send that guy a message and tell him to, uh, to get his shit together <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> good luck with that
1: all right, Lance, you thinking about a song for today? Yeah. All right, let me hit up the, the, the housekeeping at the end, and then uh, you can lay it on me. Share this with your friends. Uh, pass it on to any demented friends of yours. Maybe they have weird sex dreams about you and bring it up, and you want some way to steer the conversation somewhere else. Tell them about working interferences. Um, Rate and review us anywhere you're listening to the show, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Flicking through the pod bean. How many stars should they flick on the pod bean? Give me five. Flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Instagram, at winterferences. Twitter, at winterferences. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DR Timmerman DMD. Lance, tell me about your song.
0: All right. Well, uh, a
1: big fan
0: of the Manchester music scene thought I'd throw another Manchester band New, out there that Manchester
1: was, New Hampshire right that's
0: right the yeah yeah home of uh, Adam Sandler yeah is
1: it really I didn't know that I think so yeah oh,
0: okay yeah cool now uh, you ever heard of the group the uh, Stone Roses I have not okay well they highly influenced the Mad. they were like the Pinnacle of the Madchester music scene because of them, they inspired the, the Gallagher brothers to start Oasis. So the day, the the
1: street, the start
0: Oasis. So uh, famous for their wow. live, live forever.
1: They
0: they became uh, they, their album, their debut album was like 1989. Uh, but it counts as the decade of the 90s essentially or or the 80s they consistently were always in the new music express always said that was the best album of the decade but yet it was only the one album that they did they they created a cult following through Manchester so when they finally made an album it just sold, went straight to the top of the charts and everything like that so then they got in legal battles and it took them five years to make their second album and by that time the scene had changed and they were kind of irrelevant and uh kind of fell, fell apart but loved their music played on
1: repeat all the time so I thought I'd do Elephant Stone by the Stone Roses. Elephant Stone by the Stone Roses. I have to admit I haven't heard of any of that. Alright. Um, let me just do a quick Google on Stone Roses and see what comes up. Yeah, 1983. Yeah, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Right in your wheelhouse. The One of the pioneering groups of the Manchester Movement. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was kind I, of, thought the man, I thought the Manchester movement was when I ate like a kidney pie and uh, had a loose <laughs> BM afterwards. I thought that was the Manchester movement. That's uh, definition number six. Oh, definitely, that's right, <laughs> definition six. Nicely done. Good callback, Lance. <laughs> um, so uh, this is the, uh, the Stone Roses. So for uh, Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace and celebrate the foreskin.